0: need to continue to pray for Pastor. He is in Vider, Louisiana. He is preaching. And so pray that the Lord will use him in a mighty way where he's ministering this morning. Also remember, let's pray these storms heading this way, that the Lord turns them a different directions, m- direction, minimize the impact of all of that. He's in control. And I believe our prayers make a difference in this world. Pray for our churches around the world who are living under more restrictions than before. Government wants to say how you can do it, when you can do it now, but let's pray that the Lord would give us a mighty revival in the midst of all that we're seeing in this hour. In Luke chapter 7, excuse me, Luke chapter 8, verse 43. And a woman having an issue of blood twelve years, which spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood staunched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, The multitude thronged thee and pressed thee, and sayest thou who touched me? They were a little bit perplexed by that question. Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue is going out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, as she came trembling and falling down before him, And she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. Jesus made sure that the woman had the opportunity to tell all the people For what cause she touched him? This morning, church, for a few minutes, what cause will you touch the master? For what cause? Was there a cause that propelled you to this service this morning? Was there a cause that when you got out of your car, it was on your mind? When you came through the foyer, when you worshiped the Lord, was there a cause that you said, I am gonna touch the master today? Would you put your Bibles down and would you just lift your hands and your voices unto the Lord and let's just pray that the lord would have his way more than anything else jesus we desire what you would do we desire your perfect will today open up our hearts lord let us receive your word your word is everything to us today we need your word we need lord god the work that only you can do in our lives we thank you in advance for what you're about to do in jesus name Amen. Would you give the Lord another offering of praise and thanksgiving? Praise the Lord. God bless you. You may be seated. You know, people have many reasons for coming to the house of God. Many are here this morning because they know the importance of being faithful. We understand that we are called to be faithful. Many come to be connected and to take part in the work of God, to join together with the body of Christ, to do what God has called us to do. Many come to church in their pursuit of God, continually seeking to grow and develop Many come that they can join together with God's people in that act of worship and corporate worship and praise to bless God. All of those things are good and very much a blessing for us. But church, remember that sometimes we can come to church and it can become traditional. We come to the house of God simply because it's what we've always done on a Sunday morning. We come because it's something that we've always done. If you will you've heard it many times we go through the motions of worshiping God uh, of of lifting up our hands of clapping our hands of, of seeking the Lord but I understand that we are called to be faithful and that is very good and a right thing to do but when we come to the house of God there needs to be a level of expectation that says, I've come for a cause, that today I've come to get a touch from the master. If you come to this house without a call, you'll leave this place without a touch from the master's hands. But if you've come to this place with a cause, I believe that Jesus will never fail. I believe that he'll never let you down. I believe that when we come to the house of God, our expectation should be that in this service I'm going to receive my healing. That in this service I'm going to receive a touch from the Lord. In this service I'm going to be delivered from that thing I've always battled. In this service I'm going to receive the wisdom that I've been praying for. In this service Service, I'm going to receive the encouragement that my soul needs. In this service, I'm going to be lifted up to that place where God can heal my heart and my mind. My expectation is if I could just touch the master, I know that everything's going to be all right. I'm looking at a bunch of people this morning. You know how to touch God. You know how to press on and press through to the the Holy Ghost moves in a church service. We're not about standard quo. We're not about average. But at First Pentecostal Church, our last service, listen, this service is the best service that we've ever had. Our expectation should be that what God does in this service will be greater than anything we've seen yesterday. If your expectation is not that high, you don't have a cause. But if you've got a cause, it says today many will be filled with the Holy Ghost. Today people will be renewed and restored in his presence. Would you give God some praise this morning and bless his name for he is great and greatly to be praised. The cause becomes the driving force The cause becomes that thing that will not let you go. The cause becomes that thing that won't let you go in the middle of the night, but you wake up and it's on your heart. When you open your eyes in the morning, it's with you as well. It's something that can propel you. It's something that can give you the reason to keep on reaching. I fear today that many have so much that they're in need of nothing. But listen, even if everything is right, in your life Uh, even if you don't have one problem this morning uh, I say seek the Lord while he may be found uh, and call upon him uh, while he is near (laughs) don't lose your cause that cause may change things I believe come into our lives that become a driving force for us jesus instructs us in the gospels he doesn't want us to remain where we are but jesus says come unto me All who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. What a blessing it is that in a day and an hour where people are drawing lines and saying you can't cross this line. You're not qualified to be here or to do this or to do that for whatever reason they come up with. But Jesus, the one who created the heavens and the earth, he is saying, nope, there's not a boundary to be found Go ahead and come unto me. If you're weary, if you need rest, if you need strength, if you need healing, if you need deliverance, if you need renewal, Jesus is saying, come unto me. What has been your need? What has been on your lips before God? What have you been praying for What did you have in mind for service today? Was it a mindset of who will preach and who will entertain or who will say something to tickle my my interest and capture my attention? Will they sing my song this morning where I can feel a little stirring of the Holy Ghost, if you will? Will something external happen that will make me feel all right? But was it your cause that when you came to the house of God, it did not matter what? song they sung it did not matter if it was your favorite or not you still worship the Lord because you said today I'm gonna touch him and today I'm gonna press through until I receive a touch from the master's hands (laughs) for what cause prompted your pursuit this morning I love what Jesus did to his disciples he asked them that question Who touched me? Jesus knew exactly who touched him. Jesus knew the woman had touched him. But the disciples, even though they were pressed upon him as well, they had no idea. They didn't know who touched him. In their minds, it would be impossible to even know who touched him. Lord, we don't know. We don't have a clue. We don't know who touched you. These were the ones that were closest to Jesus, and they still didn't have a clue. Is it possible that in this service this morning that the Lord could do something in your life that your neighbor will have no clue That the Lord has touched you. That in the midst of this service, that God reaches down from heaven and heals your body. You don't feel a thing. But by the time you get back to the doctor's office, God has already done something that your neighbor has no idea about. You may not even realize what God has done, but his healing hands could have already reached down and touched your life. Why? Because I've got a cause, and my cause says if I could just touch him, I know everything's going to be all right. Oh, clap your hands unto the Lord right now and give God praise. Why did Jesus want this woman to come out and to be known? Why was it that he didn't just let her go off with her healing? Why was it that he just didn't uh, move on and, and heal somebody else and continue what he was doing? But I believe that Jesus wanted his disciples and wanted all of those around in that crowd to hear this woman's story. Why? Because we're told, the psalmist said it this way in 105 and 1. He said, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name and make his deeds. Make his deeds, what? Known among the people. Make his deeds known. Known, In other words, I'm not just going to let this woman just go off back into the shadows healed. But let's stop everything that's going on and give her a place where she can declare what the Lord has done. In this hour, church, it's not the time to be silent. It's not the time to, to hold your peace, if you will. But this is the hour where you and I can declare what the Lord has done. He has forgiven me. He has washed away my sins in baptism in the name of Jesus. He has filled me with the Holy Ghost. He has healed my body. He has renewed my mind. Tell what the Lord has done. Tell what God has done in your life and watch how it changes the atmosphere. Don't hold back your tongue But declare what the Lord has done I tell you it's a difference maker There have been times that people have been overwhelmed in their circumstances And I have been able to declare what the Lord has done for me to them And when you declare to somebody else what, Not what, just what the Bible says And that's powerful and that's true But when you're able to tell them That I have been touched by God, that I have been healed by God, that I was going through what you're going through. But let me tell you how Jesus changed my life. Make his deeds known among the people. Jesus wanted to show them that there's a path that they can also follow. Think about this woman. She had no instructions, but she got a miracle. She had no one that laid the trail for her She found it on her own. No one else showed her that path of desperation. She discovered it because she had a cause. She discovered it because her life was so messed up. She said, if I can just touch his garment, if I could just touch that hem, if I could just touch the master, I know everything's going to be all right. She needed to be able to tell not only what Jesus had done, but she needed to tell her story. We tell what the Lord has done, but we also must tell our own story as well. Jesus was giving her the opportunity to not only let everybody know that she's been healed, but tell everybody what you were going through And how you got to that place of healing. Jesus stopped everything that's going on. And this woman had everyone's attention. She declared, Luke said, unto him before all the people. For what cause she had touched him. And how she was healed immediately. Her story is still being told today. I don't know if you're catching what I'm saying this morning, but her story is still being told today. The story of her determination to touch the master is still being told today. It was a pathway that she found through her own desperation that said, you know what, maybe if you're going through what I'm going through, this is a pathway where you could also touch him. It's not the only way, but it's a pathway. It's an option. More than 2,000 years later, we're telling her story of her healing and her miracle. Mark, though, the other gospel writers, Mark actually records her story. None of the other writers included much about it. Mark, in Mark 5 and 25, he said a certain woman which had initial blood 12 years she told her story and had suffered many things of many physicians. Mark, he doesn't go into detail, but as you could imagine, Mark said that she suffered many things. Our world today. does not want to suffer. Make the path as smooth as you can. Make every, every young person's life as easy as you can make it. Don't make them work. Don't make them struggle. Don't put more on them. They can't handle that. They're too young. But you know what you're doing? You're robbing that young person of an ability to grow and to realize, you know what, some things in life are gonna be painful, but I gotta learn through my suffering that my Jesus is faithful. I gotta learn through my difficulties that my Jesus will never let me down. I'm gonna learn through difficulty that, listen, it's only gonna be for a season because it's gonna turn around. I've gotta learn through some suffering that my God is true, that my God is. Is faithful and he will never leave nor forsake me oh clap your hands unto the Lord one more time even though mark tells us that she suffered many things of many physicians that's all he goes into he doesn't tell us the details how many of you like to go to the dentist didn't get a hand. It's 2020, and not one hand in this place of anybody that says, oh, I love it. I got an appointment tomorrow. But put yourself in this woman's environment. She suffered many things of many things. Physicians, things that no one should have to go through. If she told her story as I believe she did, Mark just simply gives us the overview. It was a lot of suffering at the hands of many so-called physicians. But Jesus wanted her to tell it. He wanted her to let everybody know what she went through, those many things. If Mark would have recorded those many things, I am certain that it would break our heart. I'm certain that it would make you weep. And there are people in this room that have gone through some difficult times, that have gone through some struggles, things that have caused you to weep, Things that have caused you hurt and caused you pain. You have suffered many things in this life. You have suffered through many things. But how many can testify this morning? How many of you can testify that the Lord has been good? It doesn't minimize your pain, but you recognize there's a Savior that's been good. Let this woman speak her story and tell everybody what she has been through. Why did Jesus want her to share this? Mark is telling us in her suffering that you're not alone in your suffering. You're not alone in your pain. Your story might be different, but your hurt, your pain, your loss. Your disappointment, they all grip that heart of yours and mine and produce suffering. She suffered many things, but when she touched the master, (laughs) that's where it all changed. She suffered many things, but... But when that suffering turned into healing, I believe the Lord wanted me to tell the church this morning, just like the master was trying to tell those disciples and tell that crowd in that day, tell First Pentecostal Church in 2020, for what cause have you touched the master? Not only did she suffer, but she spent all that she had. Everything. Mark tells us it's everything she had. It's promise after promise. She had to ride the roller coaster of emotions that this is the new type of treatment this is this is the the thing that nobody else has tried and and it's going to work even though those last 10 physicians promised something that this new physician now has a new way a new uh, a new angle on doing this and certainly it is going to work and emotionally she's believing that every time she reaches back into that purse of hers and pulls out that money she's believing that this time is going to be the time that I I get what I need she's reaching in believing that this is it she's believing the words of these men believing in their promises and believing that this is going to be the time her healing comes through she suffered through many things she's spending all her money and each person's promise has fallen well short and she's more and more getting less and less of resources and I don't know about you, but in your bank account, when your withdrawals begin to outweigh your deposits, that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. Anybody can testify of that this morning? And the bank will let you know very quickly if that, if that uh, shift happens. Anybody ever been there? And they're so glad it happens, they decide they want money too. Uh-huh. Oh, you you thought you had $100 in there? Well, guess what? Not only did you not have $100 in there, but we're going to charge you $50 for not having $100 in there. So now you're negative 150. What a blessing. This woman is taking everything to try to find an answer. You know, I read a story about a man recently with all this stimulus money that came out. I guess it's what they call it. He went to the ATM. He had to get his $200 cash to pay his rent. His ATM receipt said $8.2 million remaining balance. He's like, this has got to be some mistake. So he goes back to the ATM again and he withdraws the max of just $200 and the receipt comes back. You've got $8.2 million. He takes the receipt inside the gas station, realizing that something was wrong. He shows the woman the receipt. She looks at the receipt and looks up at the man and says, Are you a millionaire? Said, ma'am, if I were a millionaire, do you think I would be at Family Express Station for $200 in rent? Come find out that ATM system had a flaw in it. Yeah. He didn't have $8.2 million. He had $8 and 69 cents. How many of you have been there? I've been there with the negatives too. Here he is thinking $8.2 million. I would have been writing checks at that point. Hurry up. Cash those things, man. Run it through as quickly as you can. But what a letdown when he realized, you don't have it in the bank, brother. You got $13. This poor woman reached a point where one last physician, there was one last physician, made a good enough sell, appeal, a promise, She reached down into the last bit of her resources, believing that this would be the answer. Promise after promise, and that's exactly what the world does. Promise after promise, but it's all just empty promises. The world is full of empty promises. Promises. Oh, yeah, we've got promises as long as you can pay the fee. But I'm so thankful that's the world, and that's not our Jesus. That's not our Jesus. For all the promises of God in him are yea and amen unto the glory of God by us. Jesus wanted this woman to tell for what cause she had touched the master and how she was healed immediately. Mark tells us not only did she suffer, not only did she pay everything and, and, and spend all that she had, he said that nothing bettered, but rather it grew worse. in everything that she suffered in her body by the physicians. Not one thing got better. There was not a sign, no indication that healing would ever come. If anything, she reached a low point, realizing now that her resources are gone. Everyone and everything has let her down. Her present is worse than her She was better off before the first physician was seen. Twelve years. She's worse than before. She was better off before. And I felt in the Holy Ghost that there is somebody in this service this morning saying, I'm going to give this thing one more try. And let me speak to you for just a moment that if you will get your cause, that if you will get your determination that says I am going to pursue in the midst of my suffering, I'm going to pursue even though I have no other resource that could help me out. If you will pursue, I believe that you'll find the answer. Jesus will confirm his word. Her 12 years of suffering brought her to the peak of her pain and the depths of her despair. She pegged that chart in both directions. Emotionally, physically devastated in the midst of the darkness of her valley. The Bible says, Mark tells us, when she had heard of Jesus. When every other thing had failed, when she had heard of Jesus, light began to spring up. When everything else had failed, Paul tells the church at Corinth, he said, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts. Why? To give light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. At her lowest point, Jesus was saying, you've got a cause. You've got a reason. You need to let everybody know what drove you here. When you heard about me, when you heard about me, you decided that you were going to push past all the obstacles and get to where I am. In other words, she got into action, and the Bible says when she got into action, she pressed her way through until she touched the Lord. 12 years was long enough for this woman and she said today is the day church when you come into the house of the lord our attitude must be today is the day right here right now not tomorrow not next week but today is the day and let me declare this as i'm closing is that victory for this woman was already won before she touched his hem. It was already won before she pushed through the first person in that crowd. It was already one before she had to deal with any of the obstacles. Why? Because the Bible says that even before her healing, even after being let down and robbed of her money for 12 years, even after suffering all that she had suffered, she said, if I may but touch his clothes, if I may but touch his clothes, if I may just touch the master, if I may but touch him, I know I shall be whole come on is there anybody this morning uh, that has that same determination Uh, I know that if I touch the Lord this morning uh, I'm going to receive what I need Uh, I know that I'm going through some suffering Uh, I know that I've gone through some difficult times uh, but I also know that if I touch the master I know that I shall be whole Oh, come on, clap your hands, worship the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you'll stand with me this morning, her victory was certain when her mind was made up. And it said it doesn't matter what I've got to deal with doesn't matter what I have been through, but I know that if I can touch the master, I know everything's going to be all right. The world is looking for answers in every direction. They have promise after promise. They're being let down by one politician after another, let down by one government after another, let down by one organization after another. Let down by family members, let down by friends. But there is one, his name is Jesus. And he will never, he will never, he will never fail. In this service right now, I believe that he has been already at work in the midst of this message. I believe that cause that's been on your heart and mind, I believe that God has already done a work in many people's lives. But I know there are some that may have not come with that cause in mind, but in this message, that cause has risen to the surface of their heart and mind. And said, Jesus... I may have given up on this thing but this morning I'm bringing it back to you and I'm bringing it back to you in faith and knowing that you can do the impossible if you could do it for this woman you can do it for me this isn't a maybe type of thing but when your mind is made up it's a certainty I believe I trust in the Lord. The Bible said that when she touched him, that straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. It was an immediate healing. And it was because that cause drove her to the Master. Don't discount your cause. But if you allow it, find that light that can be found in his face. It'll give you the hope that you need, that things can change for you right here, right now. Would you lift your hands all over this place this morning? Would you just call out unto the Lord? I feel his presence right now. I feel his presence in this place right now. I'm not giving up, Jesus. I'm not giving up, Jesus. I'm not about to give in, Lord. I'm not about to quit, Lord. We're not about to let go, Jesus. But we are determined to press on until we touch the master, Jesus. You know every need of healing in this place. Jesus, you know of every need of healing in this place. And I call upon your name right now. I call upon the name that is above every name. I call upon the name that is above all names. I call upon the name of Jesus. If you have a need of healing right now, would you lift your hands unto the Lord? Lift your hands right now all over this place. If you have a need of healing, I believe that the Lord can send that healing touch to you right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, you've suffered. Yes, you're in pain, but he is still the master and he's still in control and he has the authority right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I declare your word. I declare, Lord God, just as this woman touched you, that every person in this place has the ability to touch you this morning in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus let it be done in the name of the Lord would you just worship the Lord right now as Your they sing would you worship the Lord let the healing to touch of God to flow Lord. through this place Your Hallelujah.
1: Draws
0: me to Hallelujah. Your side. Let the healing touch of the Lord your mercy minister calls unto you right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. We hope you enjoyed this message. Please reach out to us if you have any questions. We can be found at firstpent.org. That's F-I-R-S-T-P-E-N-T dot If you're ever in Pensacola, Florida, we hope you visit us. Be blessed in Jesus' name.